0: Welcome to the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks. With over 35 years of making a difference in people's lives as a financial advisor, contributor to various national news and financial programs, and best-selling author of his book, help I'm retiring. Rick can ensure that you never outlive your money. Start today by calling 919-787-8866 or visit rickparks.com. That's rick, dot com, And get on the road to a stress-free retirement. Now, the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks.
1: And hey, good afternoon, Rick.
2: Hey, Mike. Good afternoon.
1: Well, we're going to be talking about a few things. Uh, one, uh, why you need to plan for a financial shock in retirement. Mm. We... We try to avoid that shock, and yeah, <laughs> so, we do everything we can. so we're gonna we're gonna work you through that also. Uh, we know a lot of folks still uh, trying to get into the uh, final days of uh, tax preparation. and And taxes have really kind of thrown some people for a loop because uh, because of some of the changes.
2: Well, yes, some have seen uh, a little bit of a break in the new tax uh, code. And others say, well, I'm paying more. <laughs> so it's uh, it's kind of a strange thing. So we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. What are some of the things you're hearing uh, right now? Uh, I mean, the economy is great, 3.8% unemployment.
2: Uh, things are kind of uh, eerily quiet right now. It's not that quiet. <laughs> <laughs> the, the end of the economic boom has uh, been a warning sign for 2019. That's one of four reasons why, I'm looking at an article here from uh, Admiral Markets that uh, for, that several um, economists predict a 70% correction this year in 2019. Mm. First reason is the end of the economic boom. Second is um, rising U.S. interest rates. Third is Apple's 30% crash. Fourth is uh, U.S. data missing expectations. So uh, for the first time in Donald Trump's presidency, both economic data and sentimental indi- indicators are missing a- an analyst expectations, mm. and so uh, the the fact is, and we'll talk about another article later in the show today on others who kind of agree with this that we're at the end of the ten year uh, boom that we've been in, and it's and so it could be this year, it could be next year, but but these guys thinks this year.
1: Okay. All right. Well, (laughs) WealthLogic founder Alan Roth tells Time Magazine this week, there are some specific numbers that you need to know as part of your retirement planning process.
0: Before people retire, I suggest that they, number one, keep track of what they're spending so that they can get a good idea and think about what they're going to do in retirement, how much that will cost. If, If they're retiring before 65, how much? Uh, Health care is going to cost, uh, et cetera.
1: So a lot, a lot of homework people need to do mm, even definitely. before they see someone like you.
2: Well, they, they need to uh, kind of think through things as we talk the first uh, time. We, we give away a, a free hour session the first time just to see if we're a good match for each other. Mm. Uh, so it's a complimentary session. It could be the most important hour of your life because – most people accumulate for retirement, but they don't think about distribution and income planning that much because brokers don't talk about that. So hardly at all. So we 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 want a written plan so that you know exactly and your wife or, or husband knows exactly what's going to happen to them o- over their life and neither can outlive their income contractually. That's the kind of planning that we want to do. Now, we start with what do you have? What, what kind of accounts do you have? How far away are you from retiring? When do you want to retire?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, number three is uh, what's your budget going to be? Uh, and and that that's that's different from a lot of people. Some people want to keep the same budget. They say, well, I'm going to travel, I'm going to, and especially at first right? yeah, when yeah. I'm younger, you know, before I get too old to travel.
1: The bucket uh, list.
2: Yeah, exactly. And, and so, and then some say I want about 80% of what I needed before because I don't need to buy as many clothes, food, mm-hmm. gas. Uh, so everybody's a little different about that. But what I like to do is whatever that number is, I want to put more in there <laughs> and give them a chance to have uh, m- more trips than they planned or you know, more more fun things that they wanted to do in retirement and make sure that's all set in place. And then they have an income for life they'll never outlive, but then they can afford some risk with some of the other money because that money, the plan money, the safe money that's been earning real well will take care of all their bills. So now they can afford to take some risk with some of the other money.
1: Yeah and you know and and some some parents are still taking care of their kids. As a parent uh, one of your biggest responsibilities is to prepare your child for the world. Well as much as we love our kids they don't always become self-sufficient as we'd like (laughs) finding a lot of them in the in the basement after they Mm. uh, come back from college well have you ever worked with people who sacrifice their own financial future quite a
2: few to help their kids quite a few and that's a that's we warn people not to do that uh now you know i help both my kids from time to time all the time Uh, but what we're talking about is sacrificing your financial future so that means that's a big chunk that hurts your planning to help the kids, and and we can't do that. I mean, the kids have a whole lifetime to build their own 401ks, IRAs, and so you know we can give a little help here and there, but but uh, teach them to to be responsible, to put aside a certain amount, and the uh, earlier the better, the more compounding time there is, and and you know it, it's really a matter of kind of training, training the kids mm-hmm. to to think through it right, so that they can uh, look after their own future, their own retirement.
1: And you need to put some of your assets to work uh, in a plan. A lot of folks really don't have a plan, as you've you've told me time yes, after time. Yes. They've, they've got accounts. That's right. Uh, they've got 401ks from old jobs and everything else. So, so you like to sit down with folks, and you've got a special offer that uh, we've been talking about for
2: uh, a few months now that uh, you want to uh, still extend. Well, we do. For the listeners today in today's show, we have a uh, – Uh, offer for the next five callers that have at least $500,000 in their retirement accounts. I'm going to sit down with you on a complimentary basis and help you design a full-blown plan. We want to look at your risk, what matches you, what uh, doesn't. We want to look at what kind of income you want and what kind of planning you need uh, for life that you'll never outlive your money. That's the biggest fear people have in retirement. So we'll give you a roadmap where you need to be. This is a $675 value that I'm offering complimentary for the next five callers at 919-899-9483.
1: All right, that number again is at 919-899-9483. You're tuned to the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks.
0: Making your retirement fun, safe, and secure. This is the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks. Get on the path to financial peace of mind by calling 919-787-8866. Now, here's Rick.
1: Well, welcome back. And you know, those of us that have been, uh, uh, well, kind of in the game of of uh, putting your your uh, uh, your assets together, uh, you've seen them go up and go down, and that's just because we got corrections. Uh, it's supposed mm-hmm. to be every <laughs> what four point eight years.
2: Every four point eight years, historically, we've had a uh, bear correction, uh, and um, the average is thirty eight point seven percent. So, if if we go with the averages. Uh, since the 29 crash, you and I will see 10, 38% drops the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. If you're within 10 years of retirement, is that going to hurt you a little bit? <laughs> so so we need to plan for the worst, hope for the best, but have a plan. Don't just say buy and hold that most people have heard from their broker. Just hang in there. It'll come back. Uh, we want to do some different things. We want to take care of planning, make sure you have that income for life. Biggest fear people have in retirement is Outliving their money, mm-hmm. so we want to take care of that. We want to give them comfort in what we call in my book "sleep well at night" planning, and you can sleep well at night and know where you are and where you're going to be 25 years from now. Uh, that's that's what I want to. I want to be able to tell my wife, if I die, you'll never outlive this income, my IRA money. Instead of boy, I hope the market uh, doesn't hurt you too bad in the next twenty five years.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You've been able to uncover some some money that folks didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to talk about that coming up yes. next because no one wants to lose money, particularly in their retirement savings, but it does happen. Mm-hmm. People switch jobs, move, change names, uh, and their plan provider might lose track of them. Others don't even know that they're eligible for a pension or that they're unaware that they were automatically enrolled in some 401k, have you ever helped clients track down that lost money? Yes.
2: Uh, I call it uh, uh, fallen from heaven hidden money (laughs) because they didn't know they had it. And so uh, there's no exact measure how many unclaimed benefits there are. Um, Maybe between 2004 and 2013, 25 million people left at least one retirement plan behind when they left a job. So check your paperwork. If you have paperwork on an old pension 401k or other retirement plan, it's a good place to start. Uh, Contact the company that manages the plan and go from there. Contact your old employer. The next step should be contacting your old employer to request information about what retirement benefits you're due. If you cannot find them, search the Department of Labor's website form 5500 filings to find out if they're still in business. This form should have uh, contact information for the plan. So, you know, it, there's it, – which is just a matter of ch- checking, you know, getting t- in touch. Um, the uh, uh, PBGC, Pension Benefit Guarantee Corporation, says there's 80,000 people who have a pension that haven't claimed yet uh, about, uh, with that $400,000 million in there. So unclaimed uh, property is very interesting. The, you know, we, w- why should we let that happen? Small balances. If a 401k is less than five thousand, and the federal law allows these balances to move to an IRA without the beneficiary's consent, these can be hard to find. And and so, um, you know, we 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 might have to do our homework uh, finding that lost retirement money.
1: Shame,
0: darling. I saw him at
1: concert. He was doing like this with a... The- <laughs> snapping the fingers, too. Uh, Wayne Newton. Yeah, the king of Vegas. Uh, happy 77th birthday, Mr. Las Vegas. Yourself, Wayne Newton's still performing in Vegas. And uh, Newton once told a reporter that as long as show business is there for him, he doesn't see himself ever retiring. I don't ever retire because uh, that's not something that ever appealed to me. So as long as it doesn't leave me, I'll be here for you. You've been to Vegas.
2: Have, have you seen him? I've seen him. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's very friendly. He was real nice. Well, I saw him on, re- on a red carpet show. Yeah. Uh, uh, and uh, big guy. Yeah, he is. He is. He. Uh, he but he was su- super friendly. No, they're not all friendly. The big stars, you know, when they walk the red carpet. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Uh, but he was. He was very friendly. Yeah. And he, you know, he loves what he does. Well, I do too. I love what I do, and I, I, I plan on never retiring. I would like to slow down when I turn seventy, uh, or somewhere in there. But, but still have a plan now why should you still have a plan number one you never know what your health's going to be so even though you plan on keep working maybe you won't be able to Um, and and so you need a plan you need to have something in place that will give you that guaranteed income for life if something else happens to keep you from working um some people want to keep working and they're laid off you know they're they're getting older and then the company's laid them off and then it's hard to find a job when you when you're older uh, but the, I think the biggest reason that people need to have a plan no matter what even if they you know want to keep working is health I think health would uh, could could make you change all your plans with, without any choice um, so that's that's my thinking for myself is I'm like Wayne Newton I love what I do I'll slow down you know maybe two or three days a week but keep doing what I'm doing but my health may not let me do that.
1: And You know, Rick, there, there are five things that uh, were documented according to a uh, Boston College Center for Retirement research study. The overwhelming majority, 77% of us, will spend in our retirement on just five things. Housing, health care, certainly, food, clothing, and transportation. If they need more money, though, there, there aren't many areas where spending can be reduced without causing a hardship. Uh, that could be present a problem in the future. How do you help clients budget for the future?
2: Well, there's an interesting article here for um, – I'm trying to see where the re- reference is, Fool.com, www.fool.com. And um, the article's name is Why You Absolutely Need to Plan for Financial uh, Shock in Retirement. And uh, so there's several shocks that can hit, hit us. And, of course, uh, uh, one of them is the uh, health expenses. Here's a new number for health care costs of people over 65. Three hundred
1: ninety-nine thousand dollars. Whoa! I mean, a year ago was was like two seventy-five. Yeah,
2: yeah. So it, it, it's really gone up, and um, that's over a twenty-five year period at fifteen thousand nine hundred sixty dollars annually. So spiraling healthcare costs are way and uh, uh, worse than inflation, than anything else. Uh, and now the second uh, financial shock stems from losing income when a person becomes a, a widow or widower, and uh, and and it compounds this shock when um, we have to pay um, income for, for that long a period, like 25 years, 30 years, or something like that. And so doesn't leave a lot of the income availability for the surviving spouse. So one must prepare for that. Uh, recurrent, ret- recurrent retirees can withstand these shocks. How about, of course, a market loss? If we have a uh, 5% loss or so every year, uh, uh, 4.8 years. <laughs> yeah, every 4.8. Let's see, I, 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 I got the 4.8 mixed up with the 5. So for every 4.8 years, we have what's called a bear loss, which is defined as a 20% loss in the S&P 500 or more. But the average is 38%. So if that happens, and, you know, the odds are it's going to happen. It will happen. It's just how much and when. And so that's another shock that we must be prepared. And, and how do we do that? Well, we must have accounts that have income-for-life type – writers that will give you income and not worry about it and not have to um, uh, you can actually relax if the market takes out a, a big chunk a loss like 2008 it, almost 50 percent for a lot of people then um, then you're okay another suggestion in this article uh which is from oh a motley fool that's what it's from yeah uh, is to get a deferred income for life annuity And these annuities uh, have no market risk, no fees, and have a guaranteed income for life. If I ask a room how many people want uh, income for life and guaranteed, no matter how you live. I mean, you could live to be 100, 110. You're still going to have it no matter what happens in the market, no matter what happens to uh, anything. anything, You're going to have income for life. And if you die, your spouse has income for life. The whole room raises their hand.
1: I would think so. Yeah.
2: And then I say, okay, lifetime payments sound great. And one of the best tools for that is annuities, deferred annuities that are in, in, indexing an index and have really historical records of six, seven, eight. 9% returns over the last 12 years. yeah. And half the room's hands go down. I Sur- the, was surprised by that. Because the word annuity has such a negative feel, and there's still some really bad annuities out there. There's variable annuities that are in the market. You're buying equities, and so you can lose. So they went down about 50% in 2008 also, and fees are very high in them, 3 three to 5% in high in fees. Then there's uh, fixed index annuities, which are have no fees, no risk, and I have companies now that have no cap. With the like a one point spread. Market does fifteen, you get fourteen. Market does eleven, you get ten. Market does eight, you get nine. Mm-hmm. So you get the ups of the market other than a one point spread and none of the risk. Zero's your hero in a down year. So there are solutions for the financial shocks in retirement. But you need to go to somebody who specializes in helping or, you know, really concentrates on helping people who are close to retirement or in retirement.
1: And you do this in your uh, monthly workshops. You have another one coming up to uh, tell us about?
2: I do. And what we invite people to, to come to uh, a Ruth Chris uh, meal. And we have a workshop there. And we talk about what we do so different from the broker who is great for a 30 year old or, or pretty good for a 30 year old because they got time to come back. Uh, but somebody you know, in, in, in 1973, 100 grand became 55,000 from market losses. It took how many years to come back? 13, 13. years to come back, yeah. break even, just to break even. Could that happen in today's market? Well, it certainly could, and so we need to be prepared, we need to have everything in place in case that happens. So come to our workshop and we'll talk about how we can help people sleep well at night. When they're close to retirement and if you qualify you get a confirmation code and call this number 919-899-9477.
1: All right that's 919-899-9477. You're tuned to the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks
0: making your retirement fun, safe, and secure. This is the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks. Get on the path to financial peace of mind by calling 919-787-8866. Now, here's Rick. All right,
1: you work your entire life, then you uh, enter retirement, you find that you're still working according to some People, uh, according to a Forbes article, Rick, did you hear this? A successful retirement is a lot of work. Apparently, every day is not a Saturday after all. Do you agree that it takes hard work to have a successful retirement, or you just have to be
2: prepared before you enter into that? Well, that's both. you got to be prepared, and then uh, if people find out once they go into retirement that, that there is a lot more work than they think to make sure everything is in place. And one of the first steps might surprise you. How do you want to spend your time? Now, how you want to spend your time has uh, two benefits. One is you can make a reasonable estimate how much retirement will cost because you don't know if you have enough money saved for retirement until you know how much it's going to cost, your lifestyle will cost. And the other benefit is develop a plan for filing all that time spent working in pre-retirement years. And so most people approach retirement thinking it'll be easy to, to fill the days with activities. In the first few months of retirement, that's often the case. But soon, most of the backlog of home improvement projects are completed. Mm. It's time to settle into a routine of regular activities. So you need to ask yourself, how are you going to spend your typical day, week, or months? And then reviewing that plan. So when we talk to people, we talk about things like that, not just money. But, uh, you know, how are you going to spend your time? And what what can you do to prepare for that and structure your day, month, years in a way that, is pleasing to you and you have enough money to do what you want to do the lifestyle you you're looking to have love
1: story star ellie mcgraw turns 80 this week believe that her character love means never having to say you're sorry is ranked the 13th best movie quote of all time by the american Film Institute—that may be something yeah. that a lot of folks want to do. Watch, watch a lot of films and and do that. Uh, some of the things that you also find pe- people uh, kind of do things they never wanted to do before, <laughs> they never had a chance to do
2: before. Well, that's uh, exactly right. I, um, I I think of a couple of guys that were working for the um, utility company Duke Cut My Power, Duke uh, Energy. And, uh, could not wait till they retired because now they spend all their time in the woods hunting or fishing (laughs) or (laughs) or out fishing. So, um, and and they love it and they love not having a schedule. They love not having to get dressed up and go to work and be somewhere at a certain time. So they really, that's what they look forward to. And they're loving it. They're absolutely loving it. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, what are you going to do in retirement? Everybody's a little different on that. Everybody has different goals, um, we're uh, we're next going to listen to David Letterman say what about his retirement?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, David Letterman he was a of course successful late night talk host uh, for more than thirty three years, according to uh, AP. Letterman feels that. He should have
0: retired a lot sooner than David Letterman says he was on network television 10 years too long. He tells Ellen DeGeneres his talk show, no one had the guts to fire him. Letterman ended his show in 2015 after 33 years on late night TV. He says while the show was on, he didn't realize he had to have enough energy for other things.
1: Yeah, uh, I wonder if that includes growing that huge beard. Yeah, He's hardly shaving. even hardly even recognizable <laughs> yeah. now. Over the years, uh, have you had any of your clients realize that they could have and
2: should have retired
1: earlier Absolutely. than they
2: expected? Absolutely, I have clients that uh, thought they wanted to work on into later years, and then kind of regretted it. They say, "I should, you know, now I ha- I have the I don't have the health I had." five, ten years ago, Mm -hmm. to do some of the traveling, do some of the things I wanted to do. So, yes, there's been those who have regretted uh, not retiring earlier. Uh, Interestingly, the um, most popular age to take Social Security is 62. That's yeah, pretty that's pretty early. Saying that. Yeah. That's pretty early. Now 66 or depends on when when you're born 67 is full retirement and it does grow 8% a year every time every year you wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so certainly if you have longevity in your family, it it makes, it makes sense to wait if you can, if you can afford to. And then if you wait till 70, it grows again another 8% a year, but then it stops growing. So there's no point in waiting past 70s to start taking your Social Security. But it just illustrates that uh, a lot of people want to retire pretty early. You know, they, they, uh, it's, it's 62. I have some people want 59 and a half. I mean, that's, that's when you can start taking money out of an mm-hmm. IRA without penalty from the, from the uh, uh, 10% penalty from the IRS. So um, it depends. Everybody's a lot different on that. So we're going to offer you for the next five callers with at least 500000 in their retirement account. I'm going to sit down with you on a complimentary basis and help you design a full-blown plan. This will give you a roadmap where you need to be. This is a $675 value I'm offering complimentary for the next five callers at 919-899-9483. All right, that number is
1: 919-899-9483. Going to get in a little bit about taxes coming up next. You're tuned to the Financial Planning Hour.
0: It's time for Parks Principles. Retirement wisdom collected from throughout the world.
2: On page 145 of my book, Help I'm Retiring, there's the Parks Principle quote from Warren Buffett. It's this It's only when the tide goes out that you learn you've been swimming naked. <laughs> By Warren Buffett. A perfect example of the above statement is Enron. Remember Enron, the company whose name will live in infamy because of the assorted frauds, embezzlement, and uh, account practices that were uncovered, all which eventually led to its collapse. The human disaster resulted from the fall of Enron far outweighed the corporate disaster. Approximately 11,000 employees had 401k funds invested exclusively in Enron and were forbidden by Enron's own rules from diversifying. They were left hanging out to dry. Their hopes of a comfortable retirement dashed against the rocks. Worldcom... The cell phone company, huge, was another example of this quote in action. While their stocks were flying high, no one had a clue there was going to be a problem. Only when the tide went out, share prices fell, and what was once covered up was revealed for the entire world to see. Did the world see clearly that somebody had been skinny dipping in the pond? By then, however, it was too late. So... You know, these are two big examples of big companies that made people uh, put all their retirement money in that same company. That's a mistake. You shouldn't put any more than maybe 20% in in your own company. I don't care how good it is. Um, Northern Telecom is another good example of bankruptcy that uh, took away almost everybody's pension. So so there, there are things we can do, though, to create our own pension, create our own income for life that we're in control of and not just a company that we might be working for. So come in our office, and we'll tell you how we can do that and solve this problem that Warren Buffett talked about um, because of the skinny dippers around us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: you know, one thing we won't be able to solve are our taxes. They're sure to go up, right, over the next 10 years. Yes. Federal officials estimate that retirees will pay more than $561 billion With a B in taxes on their Social Security benefits. Uh, That's in addition to, you're right, whatever taxes Mm we owe on property, uh, 401ks, IRA accounts, pensions, and so on. Clearly, taxes are still going to be a major expense long after we uh, leave our jobs
2: behind. So... uh, Anything we can do, Rick Parks, about mm. that? <laughs> well, there is um, w- one of the things, of course, is convert some of our traditional IRA into a Roth IRA, and uh, that'll certainly help because uh, w- w- it's the opposite of the plan or the what Uncle Sam offers us in a traditional IRA. And what that means is, if if you if you want a traditional IRA, you get a tax break up front and it grows tax deferred. And when you take money out, you, it's fully taxable, hundred percent taxable. The opposite is true of a Roth. You, you don't get a break up front, but it grows tax-deferred. When you get your money out, it's all yours. There's no taxes whatsoever. So uh, converting some of that money to a Roth is, is a biggie. Uh, wh- one thing we need to understand is if we're married jointly uh, filing, then if you make greater than 32000 and less than 44000 50% of Social Security will be taxed again. If you make greater than forty four thousand eighty five percent of your Social Security will be taxed again. Mm. So it's very interesting that income tax, when it was imposed on Social Security benefits, between 83 and 93, they're only expected to affect about 10 to 20% of all householders. Well, we know that's not true now, that uh, 50% of senior householders report paying tax on Social Security benefits. I mean, it doesn't take making that much money. Uh, to have to pay tax on that Social Security again. You know, that's what I say to people. You've already been taxed. That's after-tax dollars going into being paid in Social Security, and then here you got to turn around and, and, and do it again. So between 1984 and 2017, $474 billion in aggregate was collected by taxation of benefits on Social Security. Uh, and uh, But a decade ago, it only made up about 2.7 of all revenue uh, collected so it's a serious money maker for the, for the system, and um, we, we want to do everything we can do to, um, to minimize that, that tax. Now another thing we can do, which surprises some people and they're thinking about they, they don't want to take money out of their foreign k or IRA because of the taxation. Well, maybe you do because at seventy and a half, it's going to be a bigger number if you just leave it completely alone. That's a good point. So you might want to get some of the tax out of the way. Now, everybody's situation is different. You know, if you're making lots of big money during those years, maybe you don't want to do that. So it's it's just, you know, different situations. But it's something to consider to go ahead and get some of the taxes out of the way. It's got to be taxed, either you or your children, you know, when it comes to inheriting um, your retirement plans. So so um, it's, it's uh, something to think about. Absolutely. Another thing to
1: think about is to uh, get on the same page uh, couples-wise. Uh, and you you have a talent of doing that during your workshops, uh, <laughs> where, where people actually kind of talk about risk tolerance and, and things of that, that nature. Uh, you have another one coming up uh, very soon, too.
2: Yes. So we want to invite people who want to uh, listen to us. Uh, we talk for about 40 minutes about what we do, different from the broker world of buy and hold, hang in there, it'll come back. Uh, we... Uh, want to take care of people who are within 10 years of retirement or less who don't have the time to come back. They need to be protected now, but they also need to make a good return. And we have accounts um, with what's called fixed index annuities that Professor Ippesen from Yale who studies everything, mutual funds, international markets, everything, says that uh, well, he did a study since 1927, and he said the be- the best income growth was, of course, large cap stocks. But the second best was fixed index annuities, beating out bonds and bills, all through all those years from 1927 to present. And um, and so he says, you know, what what you what you should do is go to independent fiduciary companies like our company, and and. Uh, And and get fixed index annuities for them. Okay, so we want to invite people to the workshop at Ruth Chris and have a nice meal and uh, consistently good meals, and uh, no matter what you like to eat. And so, uh, if you qualify, you'll get a confirmation code. So call this number nine one nine.
1: Eight nine 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 four seven seven. All right, nine one nine eight nine 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 four seven seven. Rick, uh, you talked about this at the start of the show. That we're, ch- we're entering a a changing investment environment. We're going to talk about that coming up next. Yes. You're tuned to the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks.
0: Guarantee income in your retirement with Rick Parks' proven peace-of-mind retirement strategies. Start today by calling 919-787-8866. This is the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks.
1: Okay, this next segment, uh, you're going to really want to tune into a uh, story in watch warns that the 10-year bull market is coming to an end and predicts a dramatically changing Changing investment environment for years to come. Uh, so, if that's so, how do we position ourselves to handle
2: that? It sounds pretty uh, even more up and down, huh? Well, yes. The volatility last year was the most volatile year since the twenty-nine crash. Most volatile that is twenty eighteen. So now it doesn't mean it had the biggest drop. It's just ups and downs up and downs all year long. Um, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Um, you know, what happened in 2018 after liquidity infusions of $5 trillion in global central bank in- interventions and the U.S. tax cuts, we had new highs. You know, it just went crazy on us. But then the volatility expansion came into place, and then the, the ebb and flow changed in 2018, and now we're getting into 2019. The technical extensions affected the stock market, and then number four, the 2009 bull market trend line Uh, was very different than what was expected. Rate-increase prospects for 2019 have plummeted through a slow rate-height cycle in history. Central banks are concerned. Uh, They uh, say that uh, that, that they're concerned about the financial crisis that could be at the door here at any time. Uh, The global risk is high. Central banks like European central banks and banks of Japan have never stopped intervening Yet growth has been slowly marked as asset prices have declined, and then yields retreated off a multi-decade trade system. For centuries, uh, well, excuse you me, know, not centuries, for decades, central banks have reacted with lower rates to combat g- slowing growth. And each time their efforts to raise rates again came to a halt as the next business cycle ended. The unemployment rate is at 3.7, while recession risk have been rising, and. CFOs are now expecting one to arrive in 2019 or 20. So the bull market trend will break. You have been warned. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's what the article says. You have been warned for the last time. So be prepared. (coughs) You know, there are people who make money in the down market. Is it people who've been prepared or ones that just don't prepare anything and just accept Mm -hmm. whatever happens, happens, Mm -hmm. buy and hold, hang in there. But people who make money are prepared and so hope for the best and and um, prepare for the worst. I love that phrase because, uh, you know, we want to take advantage of the ups of the market anytime we can. But we also want to protect what we work so hard to build over the years. Um, and, you know, I've talked to you about the uh, FAA's fixed index annuities. There are two, two, type of, two type of people who really love the fixed index annuities with these no caps uh, and just a spread. Uh, and getting all the market, let's say the market does 15, you get 14 with the one-point spread, mm-hmm. except that one-point spread. And, but in the down market, zero is your hero, so you cannot lose whatsoever. But two people love the phase One is people who want an income plan that they'll never outlive. The number one fear people in retirement is that. I have a small percentage, but I have some people who have several pensions and mm-hmm. don't need income. And Mm -hmm. Social Security, and they got you know, it pays all my bills. I really don't need income, but I am scared that if the 2008 hits again, and and I um, leave everything at risk, that half of it will go away. And if uh, if we both die, uh, then the kids are getting you know half of what they were supposed to get. Mm -hmm. And I worked so hard all my life to build this for me and the kids. And in this case, it'd be more for the kids because we have enough income, Uh, but they want safety. But they still want to grow, you know, in a good number instead of the bank numbers of one or two. So they want safety, but they want growth also. So this is a, a great solution for people either are concerned about income or just want more safety. I mean, I mean
1: there, there were a lot of horror stories that you went through personally in 2008 because people that maybe extended their retirement, let's say they, they didn't retire until like 66. Mm-hmm. And you said it took them like 13 years for them to get their money back. I mean, uh, that that's very hard.
2: because That's just to break even. That's just to break even. Yeah, that, that that's a zero rate of return. If all you're doing is catching up with yourself uh, over the, those years, then you're just breaking even. Let's do something different. Let's make sure part of your portfolio has the safety that we need with still a good rate of return and no market fees. And, and part of it, we can take some risk. And we do it all at our company. Uh, in-house, we do it all. Our team uh, takes care of uh, the, the managed money with some risk, uh, but we also um, watch it closely so that you don't go off a cliff with the guardrails, uh, with stop losses and other things that tells us to get out when, when, it, when an equity starts going down. And then we have the safe part that is completely safe.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and you have... Uh really a desire to meet with folks and uh, really present what you can do to them so they don't have to worry about having those lean years.
2: Well, that's exactly right. And so that's why we have a special offer for listeners at today's show is for the next five callers with at least $500,000 in their retirement accounts, I'm going to sit down with you on a complimentary basis and help you design a full-blown plan. We're going to look at all aspects of that plan. We'll look at the risk and, and what you're comfortable with, and also your income that you're needing and make sure that you have that income for life that you'll never outlive. So it'll give you a broad roadmap of where you need to be. So uh, this is $675 value that I'm offering complimentary for the next five callers at 919-899-9483. All right. You got that number,
1: 919-899-9483. You're tuned to the Financial Planning Hour with Rick (laughs) Parks.
0: Making your retirement fun, safe, and secure. This is the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks. Get on the path to financial peace of mind by calling 919-787-8866. Now, here's Rick.
1: Yes, uh, welcome back. Uh, you know, there's a term comfortable, there's a term rich. What does that really mean? Well, the Go Banking Rates website polled Americans, and the most popular answer to that, 35%, by the way, was that it takes a million dollars to be rich. Of mm-hmm. course, some people said that it was more than that, and others said it was less. In your experience, at what point can someone realistically stop worrying about money? <laughs> Never. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, it's a love-hate relationship with the rich, and the problem that was what you just said. It's all relative to how much money you have in your account. Uh, for a lot of people, half a million dollars is really rich. Uh, for those that uh, have half a million dollars need the million. Those that have $4 million dollars think one million is not rich. <laughs> so it's all relative to what you have. Um, and uh, But one in three Americans think rich are greedy, and a large percent uh, have uh, negative feelings about the rich. Some have positive feelings about the rich. Mm-hmm. They cause uh, creating of jobs. Most think that the rich should be taxed more. Well, they are. <laughs> the rich are taxed more. And um, most think that the government favors the rich. Um, 32% said that uh, they agree with that. And uh, what is considered rich in America, it just all depends. It's all where you are and relative to where you are of what you think is rich. Um, so so it's kind of, you know, when you look at this article and you see a love-hate relationship of rich, but yeah, you don't know what rich is because everybody's different. Everybody's got – this article, it's March 9th 2019 – from Go Banking Rates and they've got maybe 10 pages of of charts you could look at of of how people feel about the rich with um, how they might be inspired, admired, intelligent, self-centered, hard-working, honest, or are they uh, the negative things in this chart that some people think about uh, uh, the rich. Uh, So you know honesty, admirable, charitable, inspiring. So. It, and it gives the percent of, of what people think about about the rich in these different uh, categories, and and so it's 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 very interesting. I will have to say that um, with the variance of, of what people where they are causing them to feel different about the rich. I, I'll I'll say this. I think that the majority of the people come in to see us are fairly rich. I mean they got a half million or more. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so and and many have several million. You know, and they come in and like the, the uh, gentleman I was telling you about, he, uh, a friend of mine, uh, he and his wife said, you know, they had over $3 million in their accounts, but they said, we want at least half of it to be safe. Because if, if we die in the next couple of years and 2008 hits again and the kids lose half of what they would have inherited uh, – we, we, don't want, we don't want that. We want some safety. But we still want a good rate of return. And so that's what we're, we were able to do for that couple.
1: Yeah, well, for these folks that have, you said, like a half million dollars, and they're hit with some unexpected health care expenses, would you say $390,000 now, the,
2: the average? $399,000 yeah. is, well, is the average health care cost for those 25 years. Well, you stop being rich
1: very quickly. <laughs> uh, that's
2: right. That's right. It eats up these accounts. So we need to talk about that. It's, uh, it's real mm. important.
1: All right. Great show. Uh, a podcast of the show, by the way. And our past shows can be found on the host page of WPTF.com. Just scroll down to find the Financial Planning Hour. Actually, now uh, we have a podcast tab mm-hmm. at the top. You just click that, go find the Financial Planning Hour, and Bam, you're there. Uh, You can follow up with Rick at his office for Diversified Estate Services at 4101 Lake Boone Trail in Raleigh. Rick and I will be back again next weekend with more ideas and how you can live without the fear of ever running out of money. The kind of planning Rick calls sleep well at night financial planning. For Rick Parks, I'm Mike Slayman. This has been the Financial Planning Hour with Rick Parks.